Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast. The Power Your Advice podcast is designed to bring financial advisors new ideas, why those ideas should be considered, and how to implement them into your business. This podcast is brought to you by Advisorpedia, the best place for advisors to grow their minds and businesses. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we welcome Thomas McDonald. Thomas is the Director of Investment Product Development and Portfolio Management for CrowdStreet and serves as a member of the Investment Committee for CrowdStreet Advisors, the parent company's recent expansion into the Wealth Channel. CrowdStreet Advisors gives your clients access to investments that's different from their traditional real estate holdings while helping them achieve their financial goals. Welcome, Thomas. Hello, Doug. It's great to be here today. So first off, we are in the investment industry. How's the market looking? You know, that's a that's a great question. I think it's on top of everyone's mind. And a, a word you, you hear a lot is macro, right? We know that the Fed has been increasing interest rates in order to curve inflation. And, that, and that's having some ramifications across the market. Uh, with respect to commercial real estate, um, I think what we've seen is we've seen a slowdown in transactions of some, some folks. Um, there's been a, a sort of a, a widening of bid-ask spreads. Um, I think there's some consensus that we may go into a, a recession, although although minor. And so uh, when we think about commercial real estate, we're really thinking ahead to what that looks like in the future. I would say in terms of what does commercial real estate look like today, the fundamentals are still very strong, right? When you look at occupancies, when you look at rent growth, especially in certain sectors that have performed very well, uh, talk, in particular, multifamily and industrial, um, that's because we have a really strong labor market. We've had really strong growth in the economy. I know we had a couple dips in terms of um, GDP growth, but um, so far fundamentals are looking good, but we know what's coming. We know that those interest rates will play some role. Um, it's increased the cost of financing, and it's really that cost of financing that has slowed down the transactions because what you have here is you have buyers um, who now need a better deal, right? They need to buy at a lower price in order to make the deal work. And you have sellers who aren't ready to give those concessions out quite yet. So I think what's going to happen here as we look ahead is that some, some pressure coming on some of the real estate assets. Uh, we think that will create opportunity that will come 2023. And, um, and, and we're just preparing for that as that happens. How should financial advisors be approaching this high inflation and high interest rate environment? It's a great question. I mean, uh, inflation has gone up tremendously. Um, I mean, I think that's the, the main issue that the Fed's trying to curb. Uh, when I think about, you know, real estate assets, you know, and advisors are probably thinking about this for this client, what, what should I be investing in right now, right? When you think about fixed income um, in an inflationary environment, and you're getting those fixed payments, uh, your purchasing power is sort of de declining over time, right? When you have to look at it from a real return standpoint. Uh, one reason why a lot of folks like commercial real estate is because, you know, generally uh, it's sort of mitigated some of the effects of inflation. So when I think about uh, multifamily, that's a really interesting sector um, as it pertains to inflation. Uh, the reason why it sort of mitigates those effects is because you can sort of mark to market your revenue. You can increase your rent at some frequent basis that you don't necessarily have the ability to do with like a fixed income product, for example. And so it's that increase in revenue that then drives value, all else equal. And that's what makes commercial real estate very interesting. Um, so I think you need to think about 
you know, of your basket of assets that you're investing in, um, what are you doing to mitigate the, the, the effects of inflation? Do you have the right assets in order to at least curb some of those effects and maintain purchasing power for your clients? You mentioned private commercial real estate. Why should investors and their advisors be considering that asset class today and in the years to come as a long-term investment? Well, I think the days of the 60-40 portfolio uh, may be behind us. Uh, when you think about some of the most sophisticated investors in the world, really looking at the, over the last decade, they've been allocating more towards alts. Uh, and what we know that modern portfolio theory tells us that when you add uncorrelated assets to a well-diversified portfolio, uh, you create a more optimal portfolio, right? Uh, that's sort of the thesis here. And, and uh, you know, certain alts have that sort of uh, correlation that will help provide those benefits. And within alternatives, commercial real estate, particularly private commercial real estate, is generally less correlated. And so I think, you know, long term, when you uh, when you look at the current environment, a lot of folks are just under allocated to alts in general. And within alts, particularly to commercial real estate, and, and, and so long term, I think it's a good asset class to consider. I think it has the potential to generate income and appreciation can help advisors and their clients meet their investment objectives. Uh, you mentioned why they should be thinking about it today. Well, it's a really interesting question uh, because just as I mentioned earlier, we know that the Fed rate uh, increases have some effect on commercial real estate. And these rate increases may lead into some sort of recession. Uh, what's that mean? That means we really need to think about how commercial real estate performs during these recessionary times. Uh, when you look at some of the historical data in particular, if you look at fund vintages, some of those fund vintages during recessionary periods have had optimal returns over time. Uh, if you take a look at the dot-com boom, you sort of see those effects. Uh, you saw this after the great financial crisis. Uh, so it's really it's a really interesting time to start thinking about commercial real estate, not only from a current standpoint, but also uh, from a longer-term perspective. Uh, of course, I have to mention that you know past performance is not indicated indicative of future results of success. Your team is responsible for creating the investment products for CrowdStreet Advisors. Where are the opportunities in commercial real estate today and how are you capturing them? Right now, we're really trying to create products and services that meet the needs of our community. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, we're looking to provide these services to advisors as well. Uh, so we're creating products. We have a, a 40 act read in the market and our focus is particularly on the pre appreciation component of total return. Um, and that's what really makes it unique and interesting. Uh, we also like creating other products that we think are meeting the needs of investors and advisors. Uh, in particular, we've been uh, we've launched four Opportunity Zone funds to date. We really like that product. It's interesting. It has some tax benefits that a lot of investors are seeking out there. Uh, we've also been working and talking to advisors about custom funds for them. Uh, so that is if they have very bespoke needs for a particular client, we could create something that addresses those needs. Uh, so we're just very busy all day long, really looking at opportunities that we think will drive good investment strategies and good, good products for advisors and their clients. Let's dive into the distinctions within the asset class a little bit more. Some investors and advisors may already have experience allocating to commercial real estate through publicly traded REITs, but those largely consist of core and core plus investments. Can you explain that spectrum and where CrowdStreet Advisors funds fall within it? That's a really good question, uh, because when you think about commercial real estate, there's so much nuance within that broad category. And when we talk about core, core plus, we're really talking about the investment strategy. 
there are four really uh, four primary buckets that the industry categorizes commercial real estate projects in. Uh, you should think about core as a brand new building. It has credit tenants. It's probably one. It's probably in one of the gateway markets. Uh, it effectively acts like a bond, uh, but you have that illiquidity premium, and so it's not surprising that it generally carries less risk, uh, but also historically a lower expected return. Uh, as you step through the other categories, you're moving up to core plus. A core plus strategy may have higher leverage. Uh, may not be in the top market that I mentioned. There's something that um, that you don't have that you have in that investment that 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 otherwise is a is a new risk. Um, and as you move through that ladder, you're typically going to increase the risk and, gen and with the hope of generating a higher potential return. Um, from there, you go on to value add. Uh, when we talk about value add strategies, we're really talking about real estate, a real estate project. Um, that you're going to add some sort of value. There's generally some sort of CapEx program or lease at play. Uh, so you're really adding that value to the project with the hope of generating more appreciation uh, through the enhancements of that asset. Uh, and really, not uh, last but not least, you have opportunistic. Opportunistic could mean purchasing a distressed assets of some sort. Uh, it could mean a development project where you're going to build a property ground up. And so this is the category in which you're generally going to have higher risk, but you may potentially be rewarded for that risk. And so uh, when we think about where, where does CrowdStreet Advisors play, uh, we really fall in and focus on value at an opportunistic uh, uh, real estate assets. Uh, so when you think about what we're trying to achieve, it's really focusing in on that appreciation component of total return. And that's something that's unique with us. Uh, with publicly traded REITs, a lot of their assets are focusing on that core, core plus strategy. Uh, so it's mostly on the income side. Uh, what we want to do is give a good, good diversification across different types of commercial real estate projects, uh, which is, has really been unavailable until the, the last few years. Does it come down to choosing one investment over the other, or are these investment types more complementary in nature? Yeah, I would say the latter. I think they're really complementary to one another. I think it's good, you know, different advisor clients are going to have different needs, you know, that whether it's the income side, uh, they're maybe later stage in, in, in their retirement planning, or whether they want to focus more on appreciation, uh, maybe younger, uh, they have plenty of time. And so there's different needs. And we think that there's a different place for both core, core plus value add and opportunistic in, in one's portfolio. And so I think they're very complementary in that way, and that you can create a unique exposure that you otherwise couldn't just years ago. These type of funds haven't always been easy for advisors to access. How is CrowdStreet Advisors changing the accessibility of private commercial real estate investments? And why now? I think now's the right time, right? I think there's a pent up demand for these type of investments. Uh, as I mentioned prior to that, you're, you're generally, if you want to invest in real estate, you're investing through some public REIT. And we know that public REITs will generally have high correlation to other publicly traded assets, right? So you're not necessarily getting, you're getting exposure to commercial real estate, but you're not necessarily getting that exposure to private commercial real estate. And so that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring private commercial real estate to the masses uh, through creating some really interesting products that make it really accessible with the right price points, uh, making sure we're taking care of the right uh, sort of tax situation with, with 1099s. Uh, we're also providing something that's unique. We're focusing on um, you know, non-core type commercial real estate investments. And that's really 
when you add all that up, it's giving advisors and their clients exposure that they, they haven't had until today. I'll get you out of here looking into your crystal ball. What should the wealth channel and advisors expect to see in the economy in 2023? That's a great question. And I know that we have some challenges that are happening right now. We've seen that in some of the market dynamics, that just the cost of capital has, has gone up and it's put some pressure on valuations. Um, it's going to put some pressure on some particular sectors within commercial real estate where there could be some refinancing challenges. But ultimately, what we think those challenges are going to do is they're going to create opportunity. So as we think ahead to 2023, we're really positioning our firm in order to take advantage of those opportunities. And I think it's also important to note that advisors need to understand that, you know, if they're allocated toward a particular fund that's focused on core and core plus, well, they may not be getting the exposure they're actually seeking, right? When we think about the exposure we're trying to provide, focusing on value add and opportunistic, that means we're going to try to take a price, uh, take advantage of some of those pricing opportunities next year as we get more price discovery. So we think it's going to be some really interesting uh, entry points, and we're going to continue to offer products uh, to advisors and make sure that they're able to address their uh, their clients' needs. Thomas, that was really interesting, really great observations. Thanks so much for being with us today. I appreciate it, Doug. Thanks for having me. To learn more about CrowdStreet, please visit CrowdStreetAdvisors.com. Please follow us for timely updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer, Julia Smolin, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heikinen.